0: Just lost nah.
1: the game. I got nothing.
2: Fuck. Fuck. I'm not playing the game. I was never playing the game. People who said I was playing the game <laughs> were wrong. Fuck the game. Fuck everyone who plays the game. Fuck you. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We love everybody here, especially our special guest, Cleric of Madness. Hello. Hello. Also, uh, Brandon left, so uh, it's Alan is here. Hi.
1: I'm here. We are not speaking to each other. Hashtag creepypasta drama.
2: Dun dun dun! What
1: happened? That's, uh, that's not true. I love
2: that man. Aw, <laughs> but y- y- was it was it a lover's quarrel then? Uh, yes, um,
1: many tears were shed. Uh, it was mostly me.
2: Oh, okay. Did he chill the ginger ale? Is that what happened?
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> he uh, had the ginger ale on ice, which uh, uh, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken.
2: I mean, it's against your religion. Right. Right. Um,
1: that's, me. that's me in the corner.
2: <laughs> that's me in the spotlight.
1: Losing my religion.
2: Trying to... Um, don't remember the rest of the lyrics. Um, trying to keep
1: an eye on you, and I don't know if I can do it.
2: I, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. I don't know where to go.
1: This, this bit is
2: over. Yeah, this <laughs> bit's done. Um, Just
1: let it go. Let it go.
2: Dude, I don't know about you, but I can't hold it back anymore. We're going to be reading another story from uh, your archives, uh, Cleric.
0: I have the catacombs of crap.
2: <laughs> Most, uh, <laughs> I don't know, you you wander through them long enough, you find the occasional gem. Our last episode, where we read uh, Pinwheel, uh, Pinwheel Village, was actually surprisingly uh, good.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, for a polka pasta.
2: For a polka pasta. It's one of the better polka pastas I've read, even if it's yeah, we, we, talked, we, we talked about that one for ages. Uh, so let's, And the nice thing is we have a fantastic group of dedicated and loyal patrons who uh, are always recommending us stuff. Um, I will say right now, um, I know it seems like we may be skipping over a few that have been asked of us for a little while, but we never got to. Some of those stories are really long. And the likelihood of us reading a story sometimes depends on the length of the story on the show. Uh, we will get to everything that's been shared with us eventually, uh, but we're just kind of grabbing ones that seem to fit with the time frame of how we're recording. So that said, we are lazy. Yes, <laughs> we are. We are lazy. We are exceptionally lazy. But the added caveat is we we felt, especially now, that we got to read a story from the only stories we can read while cleric is here are from Creepypasta Wiki. That's how we're typecasting him. Like we typecast all of our special guests.
0: I'm the specialist of special guests. <laughs>
2: So uh, that said, we had to add the added uh, challenge of it has to be from Creepypasta Wiki. So uh, thankfully, uh, Anthony Zaragoza has come through for us this time. He says, this is a story that I always found interesting but flawed in its execution. I love the premise of this story since cave exploration is a subject matter that it has a huge amount of potential for horror. Unfortunately, there are some iffy things that happen in this story, and it does get very graphic near the end. Oh, okay, so I'm going to love this story.
1: Yay. Oh. Also, it begins with a picture that is a stereotypical creepypasta picture you can choose.
2: That's true. <clears throat> to be clear, what it's we're talking the, about the... is a story that's labeled Cave Children.
1: And it's a picture of a cave with two spooky glowing things that could be eyes in it. It
2: could be a minecart barreling down a tunnel toward you, though.
1: That's actually significantly scarier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it could be the parents' car they left outside of the cave entrance.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they really need to get one of their taillights fixed, because they're mismatched.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The... Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm just yeah. a
2: bachelor! <laughs> <laughs> On a very, another very musical episode of Undercooked Analysis... Um, so yeah, now that we got this presented to us, uh, why don't we go ahead and dive right in, get, everybody got their, their hard hats and their, their spelunking gear?
1: I am in a scuba suit, so I'm probably not very well prepared for this.
2: If there are any, I have fl- pants. If there are any flooded portions of this cave, uh, then you're, you're gonna laugh at us for our lack of preparedness. Yeah. And, uh, Cleric? Yeah, pants are always good. Bring those.
1: Sing the praises of pants.
2: <laughs> I made a uh I made a uh, MSC three K reference in the last episode and no one got it.
1: Well, that's good. I'm here now.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I mean it's okay anyway, to say You're welcome. On,
1: on november twenty second, a rescue party led by Dr. Marcin Incieta into the Dultharau Caves of Pompeii, discovered a damaged tape recorder tied up in a piece of white guideline.
2: In none of the four excursions were the missing parties in question found, nor any of their supplies save for the length of guideline and the tape recorder attached to it. It serves as the only record of the events with which the parties in question experienced.
0: Seventeen entries of substantial length were recorded, as well as short, several shorter entries that appear to have been recorded by mistake as no speech is audible for their duration, what follows is a transcription of the audio which is which appears in these seventeen entries
2: okay um, found audio good genre I like it, but we'll see if it, if it gets uh, used correctly here you want yeah see? yeah I. <laughs> I am. I, I feel so off my game tonight, you guys. Let's see if there's something hilarious happens that'll make me feel better. Turkey vulture is. Do- what I didn't this say is- anything.
1: This is Doctor Mason Perry, a clumsy portmanteau of Perry Mason. <laughs> Not even a portmanteau. You just re- you just you just switched out the names. September twelfth, nineteen ninety six. Aircraft over the Pacific Ocean. 4.41pm Pacific
2: Standard Time. Do you think uh, this story was written by our good friend Ed Pallet and his dyslexia just kicked? It was actually supposed to be his Perry Mason fanfic? It
1: could have been. Could have been.
2: Also, is Perry Mason a doctor?
1: I don't know. I just know the name.
2: Does he have a doctorate? Maybe. We'll see. Um, I'm I'm too lazy to look it
1: up. I'm, I'm Googling it. He was an attorney.
2: He could have Doctor had a Dr. doc Dr. Turney. Dr. Turney Perry Mason. In the Dolph all... his... Go ahead.
0: In his law spittle.
2: <laughs> his law <laughs> spittle. <laughs> that the, the law offices of Dr. Mason Perry, we will we are the law spittle for you.
1: Dr. Turney <laughs> Mason Perry. <laughs>
2: He's got his doctorate in doctorate I don't know. In the Dolph-Aral caves in, of the small Micronesian state of Pompeii, there is a breed of lizard with one of the most remarkable defense mechanisms known of among reptiles. It has developed the ability to hurl rocks from the cave floor where it dwells with lethal velocity. It targets dozens of feet overhead. Nobody is quite sure why it has developed this ability, as the few specimens currently available were found wandering around the outside of their natural cavernous habitats. My colleagues and I are traveling to Pompeii to study the lizard in its natural environment on the, fir- uh, on the first trip of its kind to attempt to discover the purpose for which this unique behavior has been adapted. So I have a major question right now. Pompeii? Is...
1: I mean... Pompeii? Because
2: oh, can... my mind is so what... automatically going to pom- Pompeii. Uh, Uh,
1: Island in the Federal States of Micronesia Pompeii, real place
2: Okay, thank you The more you know
1: The
0: reason no such expedition Has yet been attempted Despite knowledge of the lizard's existence Within the scientific community Some 60 odd years Are various local reports of the danger of the caves The folklore of the indigenous Tenechian people Natives to the area for thousands of years tell that the prodigy of the uh, demon, Bandulf, dwell within the caves, guarding the entrance to his subterranean kingdom. These demon children are said to slay any who attempt to make passage through the caves, which were sealed off until roughly a thousand years ago, when the heavy rocks that, which covered the mouths of the cave range were moved to construct ancient
1: buildings by
0: foolish men.
1: Okay. Ignoring that demon children thing, I hope this whole story is about rock flinging lizards. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, the reason no such expedition has been attempted is because there's lizards that can throw rocks at least a velocity that'll fucking kill you. Like, that's yeah. good enough a reason to not want to go to these caves. You walk up, a rock hits you in the face, you die. <laughs> like, really? You don't need more reason than that? So we're going to just go check out this cave now. There's some lizards here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's an idea. Let's never go in this cave. (laughs) This is a silly place.
2: (laughs) Here's an idea. Uh, Let's never go to this cave. PBS Idea Channel.
1: Folklore is simply folklore, of course. The Tanachian are not an isolated tribe. They are a perfectly modern people and seldom take the old myths and legends of their culture as literal fact. However, on two separate occasions within the last 70 years, young men have set out into the caves to prove their bravery and returned with terrified tales of having seen creatures exactly like those described in the old legends.
2: Oh, no! Did did the creatures described in the old legends have to happen to look like rock-flinging lizards? (laughs) 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 Uh, They told told of large, four-legged animals with a pale, translucent skin characteristic to cave albinism these creatures have severely arched backs from each of the four corners of which protruded spindly limbs bisected by single outward facing joints and at the bottom tips of which are were flat flat feet they lumbered with about like awkward spiders with a wriggling left to right motion of their bodies which appeared flexible they had two large immobile protrusions on their backs which were thought to conceal wings though they were never seen to fly Jutting out from between the front of the two front legs was a round head with a single enormous red eye, which blinked rapidly. Also, they threw rocks with lethal
0: velocity.
2: These <laughs> are just really, really weird-looking lizards.
0: Something tells me these aren't the lizards that throw rocks. <laughs> hmm.
2: This sounds like Both a... Young- Sorry, I was going to say, this sounds just like... Uh, honestly, that they want lizards that throw rocks, they just need to look at different Magic the Gathering cards, you know, that tap to deal one damage to a target creature. Oh, I've worked it in there somehow. Sorry, go ahead, sir.
0: Both young men, having seen them only at a great distance and from safety, safely high above, described them as living in a group of perhaps 30 or 40, constantly murmuring in a low buzz. When this group spotted the young intruders, they suddenly let out a high-pitched shriek, and not a rock... <laughs> which, in bo- <laughs> which in both cases frighten off their visitors. The latter young man claims that he was initially immobilized with utter terror and was able to summon the strength to run only after they darted toward him with terrifying speed.
2: Man, these things should be working together with the lizards. They paralyze people and the lizards can throw rocks at them.
1: Yeah, then they can all eat them. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we-, we potentially got some cryptozoology horror.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, we've already got that settled... I mean, we're already getting these explained right off the bat, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does that so, work? Uh,
1: I guess, I guess we'll see. Mm. Because of these... <coughs> sightings? That's that's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of these sightings, belief in the children of Bandulth has persisted among... The Tamachian, and they refused to go into the caves. I'm sure I've pronounced that three different different ways now, but we're going to keep going. My colleagues and I suspect that what the young men believed they experienced was a heavily color was heavily colored by the local legends. However, we appreciate that some sort of large crustacean may live within the caves all the same, and as such, have taken
2: certain safety precautions. <laughs> Melted butter. <laughs> <laughs> I brought, my, uh, I brought my dad's crawdad kit. Tiny forks. Tiny
1: forks for the heroes.
2: <laughs> we have
1: brought binoculars with night vision capabilities so that we can make our observations at a safe dip- distance from any cave life and without the need for artificial light sources, which might alert it to our presence. To the latter end, I am also taking research notes verbally with this dictaphone to avoid the need for light by which to write. Should our headlamps need to be turned off? Yeah. Avoid the... the, We need for light by which to write. Should our headlamps need to be turned off? That's how you say that, Alan. Good job, Alan. Because no guides for the caves exist, we have brought several thousand feet of highly durable cord with which to mark our path as we traverse the caves. Each of the four of us also has semi-automatic handgun with... Cool. Each of the four (laughs) of us also has semi-automatic handgun with 15 rounds. Hopefully, we won't have to use these last.
2: I think in the game of of a lizard rock gun, gun beats rock.
0: I, I just want these lizards to throw the crustaceans
2: at them now. Oh my gosh! Please, can this be? Can this actually happen? I would be so stoked. <laughs>
0: this is my fan fiction now.
2: Yes. Uh, is it me again? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh. This is Dr. Perry Mason, September 4th, 1996. Mouth of the Dolth Aral Minor, 318 a.m., Greenwich Mean Time, plus 11 hours.
1: <laughs> For the last Weird. time, it's, it's Dr. Turney.
2: <laughs>
1: Dr. Turney at law hospital.
2: I'm still getting used to the I'm still getting used to my 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 new ability to save lives and practice law
0: all with the southern charm afforded to me by my law school that was <laughs> inside a hospital for some reason
2: <laughs> uh, 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 law hospital stick to the program Perry
0: we are preparing our descent into the Duluth... (laughs) Into the Duluth Aral Minor, the smaller of the two largest caves in the Duluth Aral range.
2: In the (laughs) Donluth... Mountains.
0: There's money in the banana Aral stand. (laughs) We would have preferred to select a cave other than the one in which Mm -hmm. the children of Bom Duluth had been purportedly sighted, but this was... Only one of six caves in the range that the local Tanachian guides were able, or willing, to
1: lead us to. Uh, I've decided it's Duluth, and they're just making like a really big deal out of being in Minnesota.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Perry is a little bit confused about where he is, probably because as he was walking, he got hit in the head with a rock by a lizard, and managed to survive, <laughs> but has a serious concussion. And now he's just confused about where he is.
1: Yeah, those infamous rock flinging lizards of Duluth,
2: Minnesota—lobster <laughs> <laughs> lo- lo- lizards. The lobster, the the lob, the lobster flinging lizards of Duluth, Minnesota. It's not rocks; it's lobsters that they're throwing now. Yes, they're throwing lobsters. Hey, uh, hey, Animal Fact Files. Rock lobster.
1: <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Uh, we have suited up with all the necessary gear for a scientific spelunking adventure including a 3-day supply of water and food. Our aim is to remain in the caves for a maximum of 18 hours on this trip. If it should happen that we need more time to find the rock tail lizard on a si- <laughs> it's got a name now. Ah. <laughs> expedition we will return better prepared for a longer stay. Still, one can never be too conscious. cautious mean?
2: conscious wow those losers will fucking kill you i am joined on this trip by doctors janet briggs and william kincaid dr Mar- dr marcin in in clear in, in- am i saying that right in sierra in sierra oh i thought i thought there was it. see i fucked it up already that's not an l it's an i dr marcin in fell uh, ill after ignoring our group's admonitions and sampling a rather exotic local dish upon landing, and so will not be joining us on this initial expedition.
0: Well, a woman's voice can be heard in the background. He's gonna miss all the fun.
1: <laughs> I really like that uh, only at the beginning of this story do we have one character out due to the shits. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the ending of a story we read
2: recently. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Yep. Ooh. Should it happen that we do discover a new species of crustacean within these caves, is it a crustacean or a goddamn lizard? <laughs> I'm really it's confused. Crustacean. List- they- we will make informal notes for the benefit of our colleagues back in the States.
2: The woman. Okay, Mason, the lines are tied off. We're ready to go.
0: It's obviously a crustacean wagon. Uh, Hushed This is Mason Perry September 14th, 1996 Inside the Dalthar Hall Minor 436 AM Greenwich Mean Time Plus 11 hours
1: The periodic Echoing clack Can be heard in the background
2: I am currently watching a mature Rocktail Lizard specimen Clack! Lift dead sort rocks. When the you can keep doing that if you want. When the lizard lifts a rock, he will turn it over several times in his prehensile tail, then set it back where he found it. If Black. he comes upon a flaw in the rock, he tosses it up and out of the way of the cave floor. It Black. seems as though the lizard spends some amount of its spare time making sure that its rock supply is more usable in the event of an emergency. Also, I suppose like he still can't tell if this is a, if this is a lizard or a f- or a crab lobster thing. Okay. Flag. What I'm thinking what I'm thinking is
1: uh uh they knew the lizards would be there, but they had these rumors about the also the the crustacean things.
2: Oh the children of uh the children of uh
1: The children of Duluth, Minnesota.
2: Yeah, that's right. Children of
1: Banduluth, Minnesota. Uh one... not me.
2: Yeah.
0: Is it me? It's you. No. Yeah. A man's voice, also hushed, can be heard nearby. Look, Mason, a bat just flew on to the ceiling. <laughs> There's a long <laughs> silence and suddenly a squeak, <laughs> clack, followed by a thud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> clack. Clack. <laughs> 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 Whoa, did you guys see that? Jeez, that thing is fucking fast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I, I kind of like this story already. <laughs> Me too.
1: There's no way way this guy is actually a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Or a lawyer.
2: He's a poser is what he is. The lizard picked up a rock and then the bat fell off the ceiling. It happened so fast I didn't even see the throw. The lizard is currently eating the bat it just killed.
0: Holy shit. You know, Jeanette, I thought... We thought this was a self-defense mechanism, but it looks like a hunting behavior... (laughs) Clack 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 clack
2: clack clack holy shit! <laughs> holy shit! What was that? Some sort of telegraph machine? Is <laughs> anyone does any... Can, can anyone do can anyone read that? Is anyone a telegraph operator?
1: <laughs> I think it says watch out for the lobsters. <laughs> watch out for falling rocks. <laughs> watch out for snakes. <laughs> Watch out
0: for that tree. <sighs>
1: uh, not me.
0: The woman, breathless. Jesus, Mason, did you see it? The lizard was
1: trying to hit it. I think it scared it off.
2: Oh, okay. Um, uh, now we're actually fine. I think we're actually kind of seeing the audio format being used effectively here. So I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kind of why I like it. Dr. Mason Perry, September 4th, 1996. Dr. (laughs) Turney! Dr. Turney Perry Mason, September 14th, 1996, inside the Duluth, Minnesota minor. 4.45 a.m.
1: Sure.
0: Dr. Briggs saw one of the children. We now suspect it is an arachnid. Or possibly some sort of insect, rather, than a crustacean. Oh. It was climbing onto the ceiling w- when it appeared. We didn't notice it, but the rock-tail lizard sure did. It whipped a series of rocks up at it with shocking speed. Dr. Briggs was only one of the three of us to follow the trajectory of the rocks quickly enough to catch a glimpse of it.
1: Oh. oh. According to... Oh. According to Doctor Briggs, it was probably close to five feet in total length. Holy shit! Oh,
2: that's a big that's a big lobster.
1: That's a big thing for you to miss, Doc. <laughs> and stood perhaps two feet high. As she didn't get a good look at the creature, but she did confirm a single blinking red eye in the center of its head.
2: The woman. I, I'm not sure about this, Mason. You didn't see what I saw. I don't want to be anywhere near that thing. I say we head back. Oh, why do I? Why do I talk like Arlene Sorkin? Oh my gosh! Oh, my geez. Oh, geez, Mr. J.
0: <laughs> Doctor Briggs is shook up about the whole thing. Doctor Kincaid and I, however, are anxious to press on. Perhaps it's just because we want to get a good look at these children ourselves. The young men who visited these caves reported that they spent approximately an hour wandering inside them. When they discovered the nest, so given the time spent observing the first rocktail lizard specimen, I figure it's maybe twenty more, twenty minutes more into the cave until we see it.
1: Um, Doctor Kincaid has been trying to ass- assuage, assuage. <laughs> It's one of those, we, we've come across one of those words I've read a lot and never said out loud.
2: A swage.
1: <laughs> Asua- a swage? A swage.
2: A, su- a su-
1: Dr. sausage. Kincaid. Dr. Kincaid has been trying to sausage Dr. Briggs Fears by putting <laughs> that we will be safely high off the ground and unlike the young man <laughs> <laughs> visited before us, we will be on.
2: always the woman now. Stop talking into your damn tape for a second. I'm right here. Don't you fucking narrate over me. I want to head back. That thing is fucking fast. Do you understand? You saw how fast that lizard threw rocks, and it got out of the way of all of them. These things are quick when they want to be, Mason. I don't want to find out what happens when they see us.
0: Okay, Jeanette, how about this? Would it make you feel better if we use the night vision from here on in? That way they won't be able to see us, so you've got nothing to worry about. Jeanette, you've seen animals on expeditions we know can kill humans easily. What's the first thing you learn about those animals?
1: What did you say the whole way here? That if you leave them alone and stay out of their way, they won't bother you.
2: Exactly. I'm glad my mansplaining helped. Look, Jeanette, <laughs> these things are cave spiders, right? Spiders aren't aggressive creatures. If we leave them be and we stay way out of the way, they and they can't even see us. We'll be fine. You're right, right doc. You're right,
1: Doctor Genius. There is no <laughs> way these spiders. That live in fucking caves can see in the dark. <laughs> it's their only
0: five-foot-long, two-foot-tall spiders. Duh. With a
2: one glowing red eye.
0: Yeah. Totally normal. The woman. I guess. Okay, I'll go. But I want this to go on record that that little recording you're keeping, I think this is a mistake. Duly
1: noted. <clears throat> Dr. N. Mason Perry September 14th, 1996 in the Duluth Oral Minor I think it's about 5.15am but I don't want to turn on my watch light
2: we can see them I don't think this is the nest of, that the locals described though there are only four of us there are only four of them here
0: everything they said about these things is true They're both crustaceans and
2: arachnids.
0: (laughs) The big eye, the spindly legs. I can't speak to the gray skin or the eye's redness, though, looking through these goggles, but Dr. Briggs confirmed that earlier. I was expecting the wings to be larger, though. The rigid coverings only seem to go about halfway down the back. We're still at a pretty substantial distance, and even with these binoculars, I can't get enough clarity to make out details, but I don't see a mouth on these creatures.
2: I have no mouth, and I'm a creature.
1: They have two vertical slits just below the eye, it looks like. I think these are nostrils of some kind, which is leading me to doubt that these creatures are any sort of arachnid or insect. And actually... Hey, Bill, does that look like a tail to you? Where? Where? Oh,
2: sorry. Where? Uh, the one closest to us. Look carefully. It sort of follows the arc of the back. It was just hanging there. Is that a tail?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Are these things reptiles? Uh,
2: I don't think so. The black curve's down and the tail follows it. The back curve's down. Not the black curves. What? Sorry. The lizard spines don't arch like that. I think these things are mammals.
0: They look hairless.
2: That's not unheard of for subterranean mammals. And it could Uh, be short fur, right? I can't tell at this distance.
0: Okay, you've seen them. Can we go now, please?
2: Yeah, we probably should. Uh, uh, nothing. You skipped me twice. No, I thought we were on a roll here. Uh, take, uh, it's,
1: it's it's fine.
2: Yeah, He's we,
0: been abandoned by more than Disney now.
2: Aww. Uh, oh. Well, you know, uh, Alan was the keeper of Slime Beast while you we were at uh, Disneyland, so... It's true. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, Alan. The next, uh, the next, like three paragraphs are yours.
1: Oh, okay. Finish the one you were reading, though.
2: Yeah, we probably should. Marc- Marcin is going to want to see these things himself, anyway.
1: <laughs> and time for my new favorite beginning to any paragraph. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> This is Doctorney Mason Perry, September 14th, 5.43 a.m. We retraced our steps back to the area where we first observed the rock lizard in action. And something's wrong. We followed the line up ahead about 300 feet and saw that it led across a shallow pool of water. We could easily cross it, but none of us remembers crossing any water. Everything past this point feels extremely unfamiliar to all of us. Uh, the woman can be heard sobbing. She then said, This is what she does! This is what he does! This is what he does! This is how he punishes trespassers! This is what he does! Jeanette is taking it pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, that Jeanette. He really is like a uh, a, a Perry Mason. Just like, uh, Jeanette's just taking it pretty hard.
1: Jeanette with her ovaries. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Emotions. Psh.
2: Um, you want to take the next one, Clark?
0: Sure. The woman, upset and angry. This is what they said. They said that the Bondolf, it presents those people in these caves. Did you listen? This is what he does. He's getting us lost, trying to confuse us, trying to draw us in deeper. These children have seen us, they know we're here, and we gave them time. We gave them time to retie our line on a new path that leads further into the cave.
2: Uh, Try to calm down, Jeanette. No cave (laughs) demon is trying to get us, okay? You're just on your period. (laughs) Oh my god.
1: I'm I'm reimagining our protagonist as extremely misogynist. Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Mary Payson. (laughs)
2: Doctor Doctor Mary. <laughs> Doc Mary Payson, uh, Doctor Turney at law hospital. Uh, Alan, I think it's you.
1: Um. Uh, the woman shrieking. Yes. Okay, the woman shrieking.
2: This is what he does.
1: Not doing that again. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to turn back. I wanted to turn back. You could have turned back, but you wanted to do your fucking research, and now we're all dead. We are dead. Do you understand me? D-E-A-D,
2: dead. There's a weird quotation around that. We're going to follow
0: the line. Jeanette doesn't want to, but she's more afraid of staying here alone. It's possible that falling rocks or rising water could have changed the terrain, and we don't realize it if we get to the
2: end of the line and it turns out that something did bite it, though, at least we'll know. The way I figure it, it will be dawn soon. (laughs) There is no way out of here. It'll be dawn soon. There is no way out of here. (laughs) Daylight should be an easy enough source (laughs) to follow to an exit if worst comes to worst.
1: New entry. What the hell are these things? We've been following
0: the line for about an hour, and about 20 minutes ago we saw two more of them. They were standing (laughs) rear-to-rear with their hindquarters touching, and lurching back and forth into each other, grunting and buzzing with their eyes wide open and fixed on nothing. It looked like mating. I know insects will sometimes breed end-to-end like this, so now I'm doubting my suspicions that they were mammalian.
1: Oh man, Dead Pallet's gonna be so sad he wasn't here for uh, <laughs> pooping two, back and forth. Two giant bug monsters pooping back and forth forever.
2: <laughs> I don't believe they saw us, but we've turned off the headlamps just in case. We're currently proceeding with a night vision from here on in. Uh, I uh, I kind of wish I hadn't seen that.
1: Uh, okay. Okay bug fucking happened in this story. Um, <laughs> this is Winter Winter Chicken Dinner. This is... Uh, this is... Um, Katy Perry. <laughs> um, Mason Perry.
0: Dr. Kincaid is gone. He he slipped off an edge and hit his head before falling. I don't know where he went and I presume he's unconscious.
2: As soon as he fell, Je- Jeanette started running. She says one of the children grabbed his ankle and dragged him down. I want to go back for him, but she refuses, and I don't have the gear or skill necessary to climb down that edge by him by myself.
1: We're leaving him, I guess. Uh, hopefully we can get someone back in here in time to save him.
2: You're a terrible doctor.
1: Uh, Shit. <laughs>
2: Um. Um. Oh God. Doctor Mason
0: Perry, September Fourteenth, nineteen ninety-six. Inside the Duluth Oral Dentistry Minor,
1: seven twenty-seven a.m. Our line was definitely cut. The line led us directly to the ridge above the nest, so I suspect it was a prank by young local lobsters. <laughs> naturally, Jeanette <says laughs> naturally, Jeanette insists that it was Ben, du- uh, Ben Delu- Ben Ben Dolph's children trying to punish us.
2: Well, I used to play bass for fine local lobsters, young local lobsters hot,
1: young,
0: local lobsters in your area.
2: Ding, 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 ding,
0: Clank. <laughs>
2: Clack. 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 What we saw was grotesque. One of the creatures hung off the wall about 20 feet from the ground with his he- its head facing the ceiling. It gave birth like that. Six or seven offspring fell directly down onto the ground, so the youngest died on impact, and a few more were killed when several of the adults mauled them. The three that survived only did so by viciously slaughtering their attackers. We saw them feasting on one of the slain corpses, and we ran. Yikes. And and sea turtles thought they had it rough.
0: At this point, we're exhausted, so we've set up camp. I'm taking first watch while Jeanette sleeps, if she's able.
1: Um. No entry. I killed one. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it came up on the camp and i shot it <laughs> <laughs> we were wrong about these animals what is these animals they're simians
0: they look disturbingly human and i suspect a hitherto to unknown strain of hominid wait what so they're crustacean lobster spider bat
1: Humans?
2: Simeon this I don't what is this?
1: Um they have no eyes. I'm, we knew one thing about these <laughs> <laughs> one thing is that they had one eye. They're totally blind. What we thought was an eye was actually a mouth. Opening and shutting. A glowing oh mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have wings either. It's a rib cage. The creature looks like a human that walks upside... Mmm. The creature looks like a human that walks upside down with its stomach stomach pointing upward. The mouth appears to be on the top of the head because of this inversion. What I thought was a tail was actually the animal's genitals. <laughs> oh, God.
2: That's hell <laughs> of a wiener. Oh, God. Um, They're extremely skinny, and their legs appear substantially longer than ordinary human legs. They lack much appreciable muscle mass, however, which is odd considering the speed with which they move and the tendency to climb. They have opposable digits on all four pedal extremities, though though it's apparent that the ones that should be feet are underdeveloped. I suspect that the lack of muscle mass is owed to the creature's light weight. There's no way this thing weighs more than 90 pounds. It's definitely hairless, covered completely in translucent white skin. Seriously, I'll say it again like Snoop Dogg. What is these animals?
0: Jeanette freaked out when she saw it, but she's calmed down considerably since then. In fact, she's calmer now that she has been since she first saw the creature. It could be that she knows now what it is. It could be that she knows what it is now but I suspect it has more to do with the knowledge that these children can be
1: killed. She's agreed to take second watch, and let me catch a few hours sleep.
2: Mm, New entry. Uh, Guys, how are we feeling about this story?
1: Ooh.
0: It was not a rock lobster.
1: I, I... I wish we had some explanation... For why this thing essentially keeps changing, is this thing a shapeshifter? Maybe, because it feels like people keep getting like really cl- clear looks at this thing, but like every time they get a new look, it's a different thing. <laughs>
0: So, like, before they obviously had their headlamps on, before the night vision goggles or whatever, and they could see it less accurately than what presumably now that they're trying to be hidden in uh thing's layer with night vision on?
1: What? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird.
2: Uh, it's very weird. Um... Well, we have a new entry. Let's just see what... I, I, I really don't know what to make of this story. I don't think it's bad.
1: No, 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 no. It's, uh...
2: It's silly. I, mean, I, I like be fun in it a little
1: bit. It's, like... it's definitely a cryptozoology found audio story.
2: Mm-hmm. Woman, this is Janet Briggs, daughter of Samuel Briggs, human child of the land of the man god Christ. I now understand my duty.
0: I'm going to return to the nest of the children of Ban Beluth to offer myself as a servant to the earth god. I shall never escape these caves, so I will make myself an. <laughs> Duluth, Minnesota, his kingdom beneath the earth.
2: Oh, wow.
1: I am leaving this message for Dr. Turney Mason Perry, that he might join me.
2: Well, Well, she's gonna go and uh, make snoo-snoo with the animal, these animals? Is that what she's saying?
0: She's gonna go poop back and forth forever.
2: No! Don't do it. These things are gross. They uh, have en- rib wings. <laughs> oh, God. New, new entry. Shit. Jeanette's disappeared. Shit.
0: <laughs> she left me a message on this machine saying she went back to the nest. Obviously, she's panicking worse than I realized. Ugh, I have to go after her. If I don't make it back, whoever finds this, tell my kids I love them and get out. Get out now if you're still in the caves listening to this. Press stop and run. Listen later.
2: Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> this is Dr. Mason Perry. Shit! I don't know where the hell what the hell time it is. It's uh nine thirty uh nine thirty a.m.
0: Jeanette is dead.
2: Shit.
1: Oh no! <laughs> when I got to the nest, was sta- Jeanette was standing in the middle of it, taking off her clothes.
2: Oh no! I was just joking about that part.
1: You <sighs> the children—they seriously story? They watched her. This—they were in a circle around her, just watching. And Jeanette she bent over backwards like one of them, and they came at her. Oh no! Oh
2: god! Why does this keep happening to us?
1: Uh. uh Oh Christ, it <laughs> <laughs> uh. All
2: right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for what I'm about to read. There were two, one on each end of her, and they started to, they were violating her. And another came up and tried to get on, but the one between her legs wouldn't stop thrusting and get out of the way. So the third one, it grabbed her by the torso and just started pulling. It ripped off these huge chunks of her skin, of her muscle, just ripped her open, and then went, Oh, what? Wow. Oh, what? Uh. And then it went for the hole. And then two more did this on the other side and then more started ripping holes in and pretty soon she was just a pile of of wet meat. Oh fucking Christ, I don't there was nothing left but unintelligible and they started eating it.
0: You know, oh fucking Christ, I don't pretty pretty much sums up my uh
1: thoughts on this Yeah, staff.
2: that oh. Nope. Nope. So much nope. So uh So that was a great story, I guess. Uh, let's let's just go ahead and give it our freshest ratings and go. But wait, there's more! What? How can you top that?
1: She never screamed. She She didn't make a sound at all.
2: I think that...
1: I think she wanted to die.
2: Not like that. No one wants to die like that. Jeez. Uh... New entry. It's been two weeks since I came into these godforsaken caves. I've long since run out of food, and my efforts to catch rocktail lizards have netted me nothing but injuries. I've used the first aid kit in my pack to disinfect them and bandage them up as best I can, but I'm concerned about my ability to treat further injuries.
0: The rock lizards are
2: himself. He's, he's showing uncommon care to the rock lizards. He's a regular <laughs> Jack Hanna of the caves.
0: Well, he lost his law practice after losing his clients.
2: Yeah, I think he's... Don't ever contact the hospitals of Doc uh, doc Turney Perry Mason.
0: Yeah. It doesn't end well. Mm -hmm. I found some water which looked cleaner enough to supplement my water supply.
1: Hopefully the rocks have done a passable job filtering it. I've seen several of the children since Jeanette's death, but... They don't come near me. I think it's the corpse of one of their own in my campsite that scares them off.
2: I have a theory about the the uh, phy- phylogeny of these creatures. I think that they were once a group of early hominids who were trapped in these caves when a rock slide closed the cave mouth. I think they clung to the ceilings as much as possible to stay away from the rock tail lizards, or perhaps to get the drop on it when they were hungry. I suspect they developed their upside down hang to give them better visibility of the tiny lizards on the cave floor and to help them see incoming rocks.
0: Over time, their body changed to accommodate this lifestyle until they were a formidable enough predator to walk on the ground again. When outside the nest, they seemed to come down to the cave floors only to mate. By the time the rocks were finally cleared away from the mouth of the cave, they had been so dependent on the cave's darkness that they never ventured outside.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Exhausted. Weak. I'm out of options. I need food. I'm going to eat what meat I can salvage from the carcass at my campsite. Hopefully it will give me enough strength to try... It'll
2: give me enough strength to eat the dog if she doesn't stop barking. (laughs) (sighs) New entry. I suspect gagging sounds. Coughing. I, I think it's been a week since I ate from the carcass. I didn't get any immediate indigestion... Or signs of food poisoning but since yesterday i felt very ill
0: lately
1: i've come to wonder whether jeanette was right about the children at first i thought they might be primitive hominids but i can't explain the guide wire how could they have been smart enough to know to cut through our line and lead us to their nest also how much fucking battery is on this recorder
2: that's a good point <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, uh, I bet Agent Dale Cooper bought the same uh, tape recorder.
1: Yeah. I don't think that was a prank anymore. I don't think anyone who knew the story of these creatures would attempt to strand another human being in this dark hell.
2: Uh, I thought that the children might have cut uh, the line out of curiosity and carried it it with them as far as they could to the nest. But today I realized that it had been tied up at the campsite. How would they know to nod it that way? I think they were intentionally trying to trick us. Is the thing the, um, that the Nietzschean called uh, Bandulth responsible, is that some superior intelligence or power guiding these? Is there some in- superior intelligence or power guiding these creatures? And, and does it build its army of children from humans it traps in these caves?
0: Are the children of Bandolth ancient hominids or disfigured humans? I can barely separate fact from fantasy in my mind.
1: New entry. Rasping. My watch slipped off my wrist two days ago and shattered. I've lost all sense of time in the interregnum. I'm losing weight too quickly and expect to die soon. My eyes feel gummy and infected. No,
2: he's gonna be one of them. Yesterday, I decided to start a fire to cook some of the carcass. I couldn't risk further infection, and no other food has been available. There was no wood, so I burned some of my clothes. Once I had eaten all the meat on the carcass, I realized that I had lost the only thing keeping the children away from my camp. I tried to keep the fire going through the night in hopes that it would scare them away. I'm naked now, and the fire is gone.
0: I considered trying to burn anything in this dictaphone that f- seemed flammable, but I've since thought better of it. I'll be tying this recorder to the guideline in the hopes that any rescue attempts might find it, though given how long I've waited, I doubt anyone is coming. Ugh, my back is killing me. (laughs) Just, (laughs) just, I'm gonna die. Oh my god, my back, though. Jeez, (laughs) I could use a massage. The tape ends here. According to testimony by Dr. Insidia... In Sieda, the rescuers spotted several of the creatures mentioned in the tapes during their second trip into the caves. On the fourth trip, when the tape was found, they opened fire on one which approached their party, scaring it away.
1: They described this last as stouter than the others, and with a, what appeared to be bandages wrapped around its arms. Oh, ah, yes.
2: No.
1: One of
0: us, one, one of us. us. Google gobble, gooble gobble.
2: We accept him, we accept him. Um, so, like, I, I want to re- reiterate real quick here what Anthony said about this story. This is a story that I always found interesting but flawed in its execution. I love the premise of this story since cave exploration is a subject matter that has a huge amount of potential for horror. Unfortunately, there's some iffy things that happen in the story and it does get very graphic near the end. Um, Yes, I will agree with all of that. Yep. I, that's a pretty fair assessment of this story.
1: Ha <laughs> Our audience knows what makes Alan really uncomfortable now.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Please tell me you didn't send us that deliberately, Anthony. Please, cause like, ew, ew.
0: That that poor Lochter. <laughs>
2: Ew. Um, I think we can effectively. Okay, uh, uh, credit. Let's see if we can get it proper. Oh, categories, cryptids, places, disappearances. Yeah, okay. Uh, and. This was initially submitted to Cleric's Realm by the Baker. But uh, who knows where it came from originally. But yeah, um, I don't think it's bad. I just it still makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's still... yeah, it's
1: it's it's not bad. It's just yeah,
2: it's not spectacular by any means. It's not a story. I it's not a story I'd reread. And I, after a certain point, I started to see the twist coming.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, eh, I mean, I will rate it a a uh a chuck out of Walla because it's a rock-throwing lizard. It chucks things.
1: I'll give it uh, um, uh, a clank out of a clack.
0: (laughs) I definitely have to give this a uh, man-bear-pig out of a (laughs) lobster-frog-man.
2: All right. Um, Good. Freshness readings locked locked in... in the oven. Remember, always cook your crab, spider, lobster, human, mutant meat before you eat it, or else you will become one of them. And never under any circumstances have sex with any of them. Okay?
1: Like, yeah, really seriously don't. don't, do don't.
2: That. Really seriously don't. Um. Hmm. hmm?
0: Not unless you want the only uh, way to des- be described as wet meat.
2: Ugh. Ugh. This story makes me. Uh, this story makes me lose all appetite. Makes me genuinely uncomfortable. Um, I think we should call it here. But once again, uh, cleric of madness, thank you for joining us on Undercooked Analysis.
0: Again, the pleasure's all mine.
2: Uh, maybe if we're. Fortunate enough, you can come join us again almost immediately. (laughs) We'll see what happens in the future! Oh, Alan, you can take that... Oh, Alan, you can take that scuba suit off. We didn't actually need to use it.
1: Oh, well, shit. Okay. Um, uh, I have a Patreon. Donate there. As of this recording, I am still unemployed.
2: (laughs) Um, Alan needs... Alan could use it, but Alan also saved orange juice, which is even more terrible, that he's now unemployed.
1: Yeah. It's true. I saved orange juice, and now I don't have a job.
2: If you like orange juice, consider giving Alan some money, okay? If you like mimosas, if you like screwdrivers, give Alan money, okay? Are we good? Uh,
1: we're, I think we're Good.
2: Good message from Ray Gun Readers.
0: Okay, try now. it yeah, now. now? Okay, oh, move over. <clears throat> People of Earth, I am Abysme.
2: And I'm Paprika.
0: We have crash landed on a moon in your you solar system. You crashed us, I wasn't Shut driving. up, I'm on the phone. And we'll maintain this frequency while repairs are made. Which
2: could take a while, so we decided to read some science fiction while we wait.
0: If you crave imaginative stories, intelligent discussion, and comedic banter, be sure to tune in each week.
2: Here on Benview or on YouTube at Raygun Readers.
0: Until we speak again, farewell and safe Why travels. Why are you doing that stupid it's voice? It's not stupid, you're stupid and insubordinate. You rank me! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendviewnetwork.com